0: Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to the Aplastic Anemia and MDS International Foundation's Podcast for Patients. My name is Julie Powers, and I am the Senior Director for Patient Advocacy at AAMDSIF. I'm thrilled to be here today, and we have a great guest for you. But first, I want to acknowledge all of the patients, families, caregivers, and community supporters who have made a podcast like this possible, as well as our other educational operators. Opportunities. We're also super grateful to our friends at Celgene, uh, who provided a grant for us to kick off this podcast effort. Today, we are bringing to you live our friend and new colleague, Julie Lowe, and I'm going to let her introduce herself to you a little bit. Julie, you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure.
1: Thank you, Julie. Um, I am Julie Lowe, I am the Director of Strategic Relations at AAMDSIF. And I've been here a little under a year, working with all of our wonderful patients and donors and supporters to raise awareness and funds to continue our programs that we all love so much.
0: Thanks, Julie. And we do this on purpose, having two Julies, just just to make it it fun for when people call the Foundation or send emails. They get a little confused, so we're pretty much used to this by now. But it's okay. If you ever want to call the Foundation and ask for help, ask for Julie. One of us will figure it out. Very true, very true. (laughs) Exactly. So um, what I wanted you to come on the podcast today was to talk about ways that our patients, their family members, their caregivers, their communities can get involved in supporting the foundation and what that support means to other patients around the country. So you want to tell everybody a little bit about some of the different events that are happening and ways that they can get involved?
1: Great. I'd love to. Um, So we have... Several different walks throughout the country that kind of take place throughout the year. And all of these events are run by volunteers. So we could not be more thankful to the families and patients and caregivers who put these walks and other events on each year. Our most current events right now are we have a walk um, and run in the Woodlands, Texas area, March 28th. Our next run is Long Beach, California, on April 25th, and that is a walk and a run as well, and a walk, a 5K walk in Milwaukee. Uh, that was tough to say <laughs> on May 30th. Those are the most um, current events, and then we uh, ways that people can get involved with those specific events. We are always looking for a committee to volunteers. Um, fundraisers people to help on the day of I know these organizers they work to the bone to, to put all this together and the more help they can get they're welcome
0: so what would be the best way for someone who's interested in volunteering for a walk a run or any other event what would be the w- best way for them to connect with the foundation and and get in touch with the local folks who are volunteering their time to make these events happen
1: uh, thank you. I am happy to play connector for the volunteers that are managing the walks and um, be the liaison to kind of connect those volunteers who want to help out and who want to join the committees. Um, my email is l-o-w-a-e at a-m-d-s dot org, and I can be reached at 301-279-7202, and my
0: extension is
1: 103.
0: That's great. So, just as a repeat, it's l-o-w-e at aamds.org. Or you can find uh, one of the Julie's on our website at (laughs) aamds.org. So we've we've done these March for Marrow or walks or runs or both, um, but what are some of the other creative things that people are doing around the country to raise awareness and resources to support finding cures for bone marrow failure disease? Oh, I'm glad you asked. There are
1: um, so many different events that people have put on and they've really put on creative hats to, to cr- come up with what they know and what they're best at. Uh, so it doesn't have to be a huge community walk. It can be something small like a cook-off in your neighborhood. It can be, uh, we have two different golf tournaments running this year and it's just people who have connections with a, a country club or a group that will put on these golf tournaments in support of bone marrow failure diseases. And we have even a yoga retreat and uh, a couple of different fitness challenges throughout the year that we connect through Facebook as well. So it's using your imagination. It's doing what you love and what you're good at and just kind of channeling that into um, an event to raise awareness and to raise funds.
0: That's really cool. I love that people are are taking their passion and turning it into Uh, resources to find cures for these terrible diseases that afflict so many folks across the country. So thanks for that summary. So we are excited that this summer is our big national conference, and we haven't had a national conference in about 10 years, and Mm -hmm. well before your time or mine. uh, So so we're the relative newcomers in the office, but um, we haven't had had this national conference for a decade, and so 2020 is our year and we've got our big national conference starting on July the 17th and it goes through the 19th that's Friday Saturday Sunday but there's mm-hmm. something pretty special happening on the Saturday of our conference do you want to tell our, our listeners a little bit about that
1: yes absolutely so we have a uh, we've had an annual walk in Washington DC for the past years, and we are channeling that walk into the National Conference this year. So it will be at, a, um, at Wall Park in Bethesda, Maryland, it's just right across the street from the annual conference venue, and we're going to have families, patients, friends, anybody who's in the local D.C. area, please come out, support. Um, we also will have a barbecue following for all involved, and really looking forward to it, really excited about that.
0: That's really cool. Um, we've done these walks before in the early hours of the morning, um, and and it's it's cold and dark when we do these walks. So this is kind of exciting to do it on a warm summer night. Uh, so hopefully it'll be a little more uh, family friendly um, and uh, a little warmer. In fact, I can yeah. think I, we can almost guarantee that on in a July night, it's going to be warm. Uh, but Absolutely. <laughs> uh, but 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 I hear tell that there may be some sort of ice cream available or popsicles or something. So you know I'm in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we aim to please. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're I'm excited about it just because I think it's cool that we're having a national conference the first time in ten years, and it's mm-hmm. a chance um, not only to have the walk, but we're also preceding this national conference and walk. Uh, before that, we're actually having our um, scientific symposium. So we're bringing everything together for one major event in Washington, D.C. in July. And you can find out more about that on our website at aamds.org. So I thought I'd ask now, uh, we've talked about the events where people can get involved in there. They can start something local. They can get involved at the national level. There are a lot of ways that folks can get involved in the foundation. Um, But one of the things I think is really important to talk about, especially with our donors who might be listening you know, is there a minimum level that somebody could give that would make an impact, or or is it really every dollar matters? It's absolutely every dollar matters. We counted it all goes towards helping families
1: and programs and research. So every, like you said, every dollar matters. Um, and one of the kind of minimum minimal effort um, ways that a lot of people are getting involved in more and more so are setting up. Either we have an online grassroots fundraising platform on our website at aamds.org. And we also have a lot of people that are setting up uh, Facebook birthday fundraisers or general Facebook fundraisers. And just it's an easy way to set it up through your account. And you share it with all your friends and family and it spreads awareness. It raises funds and it's, it's become a big boost to our, our annual income.
0: That's great. I who would have thought, you know, a decade ago that Facebook would be a significant source of of support for our patients and our research. So we're we're pretty geeked that uh, that folks yeah. are so kind to donate their birthdays to us or or are hosting events to raise money, whether it's for a walk or whatever. So that's that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. But for folks who are maybe not as involved in Facebook or don't feel comfortable giving their financial information to a third party, um, they can just call the office and we'll take care of it. Absolutely, anytime. Okay. Well, you know, you never know. I mean, everyone has a different way of giving and 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 a way of being involved. And it's it's not That's, just mm-hmm. as a volunteer, but it's also as a donor, it's also as um as a supporter. So we're definitely looking for for folks who are across the board in their interest and ability to support us. Um so I also wanted to ask you a little bit about um, if folks are in the D.C. area and want to get involved, um, are there volunteer opportunities um, locally? I know I have some on the patient and education side, but are there any ways that folks could come in and volunteer in the office if they were so inclined, if they're here in the D.C. area?
1: Um, I think more of that is there's always kind of an opportunity to do some stuffing envelopes and stuffing event bags for us. We're, <laughs>
0: we're
1: always open to help with that. Um, but I would really direct any. Uh, local help to the national conference. We are um, just kind of ramping up all the activities with that. And then we'll need some help with the walk, uh, that's attached with the national conference. So that would be my my suggestion as far as our local folks are concerned.
0: That's great. I and I'll tag onto that and say that if folks are who are are outside the Washington D.C. area, or for whom getting to our office is not feasible for them, we also have a number of ways that people can volunteer. We're always looking for patients, families, and caregivers to join our peer support network, which is a group of more than a hundred strong volunteers who are um, living with bone marrow failure disease. They're in all time zones uh, across the United States, and we have a few in Canada. Um, these volunteers uh, go through some training with us, and then they serve on call as mentors and volunteers for newly diagnosed patients or their families and caregivers and are just there as another voice on the other end of the phone or an email or a text to provide some support during their, the diagnosis, treatment, and then uh, survivorship phase of disease. So the Peer Support Network is a great way to get involved. And if you ever need help, you can always reach us um, at aamds.org, or you can send an email to help, H-E-L-P at aamds.org. That'll get to me and to the rest of my team, and we'll connect you with a volunteer who's ready, willing, and able to support you during your journey. I would also like to invite folks to participate In other ways, we have a patient education council, which consists of patients and healthcare professionals who are all stages of disease, whether it's newly diagnosed, um, sort of midterm survivors and then long term survivors. And they review all of our educational material each year, um, everything from our print publications to our digital work, webinars, and they help with our conference agenda. Um, They help us find speakers. They help serve as ambassadors during the conference and they also make sure to get as many people at our conferences uh, across the US as possible. So it's the Patient Education Council is recruiting and we'd be delighted to hear from more of you. You can send an email to help at aamds.org as a great way to get involved with the foundation. So Julie, if you could give maybe a couple sentences about why somebody would want to get involved in the foundation, whether as a volunteer or as a financial supporter, Got any thoughts you wanna share with folks on that?
1: I think it's, it's highly important to, to either put your time or your treasure towards something that you believe in. And if this disease, any of these diseases have touched your life, then it's something that you obviously will believe in. Um, it's the, setting up the walks takes a lot of, of effort, but again, finding something that you know that you're passionate about and channeling your energy that way is always, um, it's always my suggestion. Uh, but again, it's it's all about raising awareness. Before I started working here, I did not know what aplastic anemia was, or MDS, or PNH, and so learning about all of these and and meeting the patients and talking to all the folks who work with the patients, it these are horrendous diseases that affect your life and everyone around you. So, raising awareness and support and funds for that is is absolutely a worthwhile cause and worth your time and effort.
0: Thanks, Julie. I would also want to add that, you know, for the folks who do listen to our podcast, um, that that we have a lot of ways to tell stories, and and one of the most impactful ways is for our patients and their immediate family to join us. Um, we can do podcasts, but we can also do interviews. We can do quick quick little interviews, 30 seconds on Facebook. We can do um, pictures with a few, few sentences that we share in our, our email blasts. The stories of our patients are the stories of hope. Our patients inspire others. They inspire the researchers who are working in labs to find cures. They inspire people who are signing up to do clinical trials because they know that, that they will. their work will eventually find a cure for these diseases. Um, it inspires the doctors who treat our patients. They need to have a face on these, these diseases because they're so rare. So it's really important, I think, that we can tell your patient stories and their family member stories uh, every time we get a chance because the minute you put a face on it, it makes it real. doesn't matter how rare, it is still real. So I want to say thanks to Julie Lowe for joining us today on our podcast and for talking about some of the many ways that folks can get involved with AAMDSIF. There are probably a hundred other things that we could have included today. <laughs> and 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 we'll we'll think of hundred more tomorrow. But at the end of the sure. day, we we invite all of the folks listening, their families, friends, and caregivers to join with us in whatever way they think whatever way you think is reasonable for you, whether you make a donation or you know, you host a wing fling, um, or <laughs> or you volunteer at the national conference or you share webinars with your friends and encourage them to learn more about the diseases. And with that, I want to say thanks again to Julie for joining us today. And we'll be back next time. Thanks, Julie. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks.